back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I'm Uncle Henry. Out of all the characters in this movie, you want to be Uncle Henry. He's an underrated character. I guess. I guess you're right. Um, So if you know who Uncle Henry is, or if you saw the title card for this episode, you know that this week we are going to be talking about The Wizard of Oz. I am super excited to be talking about this one. This has been on our list, definitely my list, to uh, talk about for a long time because um, it had kind of an important part in my upbringing. Did you know this? Uh, You've mentioned it before. This was... I mean, I remember the first time I ever watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's one of my dad's favorites. Okay. So what what was the first time you watched it? Where were you? Who first were you time, I I don't know if I was with anybody. I think my mom just put it on. Okay. I had to have been like six. Uh-huh. It was in our old house in Azalea Wood. Okay. You don't know where that is, but... I've heard the name before. Oh, yeah. no, yes, I do, because you took me Oh, there. we did drive past there once. Um, anywho. Don't know. Um, and I remember when the Wicked Witch came out in Munchkinland. Yes. I hid behind a chair. You did? Yeah. She's scary. She is scary. Yes, I actually have some fun facts about Margaret Hamilton, who played the Wicked Witch, that I'm going to get into in a minute. Um, yeah, no, she's terrifying. She definitely scared me as a kid, too. Um, I watched this on a loop for a very, very, very long time. To a point where, like, I was Dorothy for Halloween. I would, like, run around singing the songs. Like, I was obsessed with this movie, right? Then, I can't remember how old I was. I was pretty young. I want to say, like, I should have confirmed this with my parents. I want to say, like, maybe seven or eight Um, my grandmother took me to see a stage version of The Wizard of Oz. Cool. It was like a touring, like a Broadway touring cast came to the Fox in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and, uh, she took me to go see it. And that was the first stage musical I had ever seen in my life. Wow. And at intermission, I turned to Lola, I turned to my grandmother and I was like, I love this. I like, this is it for me. Like, as a Mm seven-year-old, I was like, this is what I want to do. And that's what, like, basically, like, spawned my love of musical theater was going to see a live production of The Wizard of Oz. Isn't that crazy? That's cool. So this story will always have a near and dear place in my heart because I kind of caught the theater bug from this show. Um, So, yeah, I love The Wizard of Oz. Um, I want to talk about the cast and the crew and all of that stuff. Um... However, I feel like this is such a beloved story that, like, everybody knows what it's about, right? Yeah. I mean, and it's, like, 80 years old. That's what I mean. It's, like, it's one of the most, like, well-known stories ever. So I don't know that we need to go into the plot all that much. I I think people at this point, I think you're familiar with. Yeah. Um, But I do want to ask you, right off the bat, first and foremost, what's your favorite part? And... Who's your favorite character? Because I know it's not Uncle Henry. <laughs> um, hmm. Put me on the spot. I mean, I feel like I ask you this every week, though. You're true. <laughs> it is 83 years old. Oh, that's what you were doing. It came out in 1939. Okay. Love it. Um, my favorite part. 
Or you can start with your favorite character if you want. Favorite character, Scarecrow, obviously. Is it? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> okay. Um. I think uh, probably the whole Yellow Brick Road sequence until they get to Emerald City. And then right before they meet the wizard. So, like, when she meets... When there, she's leaving friends. Munchkinland, meets the Scarecrow, Tin Man, and Cowardly Lion, and then get to Emerald City. Like, that 20 minutes is, like... So that favorite. whole... that you, Like, half the movie is, like, your favorite. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, no, that's a good part. That's definitely a good part. When I was little, my favorite was always the transition from black and white into color. Oh, yeah, At that's the cool. very, very beginning. Because, like, as a kid, you're like, wow! it's like truly magical um and it correct me if i'm wrong but it was like kind of the first of its kind in terms of like that kind of technology right black and white into color movies was like a huge deal when they did it yeah yeah it was a huge deal yeah Yeah. um so i really liked that part i feel like my favorite part i kind of love the um emerald city sequence where they're getting all dolled up yeah, that's a fun you know, part. Yeah. When they all get like clean and they get their hair cut and the lion's got a little bows in his hair. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really good parts. Um, and obviously Dorothy is, is my favorite. She's my number one gal and has been for a very long time. Um, so if we can talk about the cast and crew for a little bit, do you know who directed this film? Victor Fleming. Victor Fleming. Do you know what else he directed? Are you looking at it? I'm looking at it. Great. He also directed Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. Um, so very acclaimed director to like big, huge blockbuster films under his belt. Uh, yeah, he also did Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. Very cool. Um, and then I also feel like he did something, maybe not directed, but like he was a part of something that we have already talked about. Am I wrong in this? Because um... I feel like we've said his name before. Am I crazy? I don't think you're crazy. I mean, aren't we all a little crazy? (laughs) Uh, I'm not seeing anything right off uh, the bat. Uh, No, it doesn't look like. Okay. Well, never mind. Um, So, yes, Victor Fleming directed this movie. You said it was 1939? Came out in 1939. Starring a young Judy Garland. Dame Judy Garland. Is she a dame? No. She's not, she's not British. Do you have to be British to be a yes. dame? You have to be... Because you're essentially... It's like a knighthood. You're knighted by the queen. Right. You're given that title by the queen. Okay. So if you're not in the queen's realm... Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think so. But anyway. America doesn't have an equivalent. And I feel like if we did, Judy Garland would definitely be one. Yeah, probably. I mean, she's definitely a legend. Um, she was 16 when she filmed this. 16? No way. 16 years old. It's my first fun fact of the episode. Because <coughs> um, I did uh, some research on this. So I have a bunch of really cool fun facts about this movie. I mean, I'm only going to touch on a few. But like, you can Google and there are there's like a ton of information on this movie. Um, and it's all super, super interesting. Um, and then, um, who else did I already say? Margaret Hamilton played, um, the Wicked Witch of the West. 
And um, if I could get another fun fact out of the way, guess what she did before she became an actress? What did she do before she became an actress? She was a kindergarten teacher. A kindergarten teacher? So can you just imagine for me, having been in her kindergarten class and then watching her as the Wicked Witch of the West? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's crazy to me. I wonder if... I wonder if uh, her teaching styles were similar to her Wicked Witch character, because that would not be so good. Um, But I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Other cast I don't have in front of me. Well, the titular character. The the wizard. wizard, Yes. Is played by Frank Morgan, who also plays uh, Professor Marvel. Mm -hmm. He plays the gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. Uh, He uh, he plays like four roles. He does, which I don't think I ever noticed when I was a kid I knew obviously I knew that like Professor Marvel and the wizard were Mm -hmm. the same person but I didn't know that he like played all the other the doorman but like he was in so many things and I didn't realize that it was the same guy but I thought it was kind of an interesting choice uh then we have Ray Bulger who played hunk slash the scarecrow oh shoot what I'll tell you later (laughs) Oh, you were going to ask me what the Scarecrow's real name was? I was going to ask you what everyone's real name was. It was, uh, Hunk, um, oh, what does he say? Hickory. Okay, but who was who? Who did, Uh, who was Hunk? Hunk was Scarecrow. Okay. Hickory was Tin Man. Wait, hang on, let me consult. Okay, yes, correct. Hickory was Tin Man. Yep. And... Uh, the Cowardly Lion was... Oh, does he have a weird name too? Kind of, but not as weird as Hunk and Hunk Hickory. And Hickory. <laughs> does he have the E? No. I thought it was like... Think about um, when he saves her at the beginning and he's all like a flutter and sweaty and she's like, oh, you're just you're as just scared as, scared as, as I, was. I was. And she yeah. says his name. Huh. If I tell you the letter, you're going to know immediately because it's not a popular first letter okay i think that gives me a hint yeah not a popular first letter i love that we're already doing trivia. yeah we're already doing trivia sorry guys well no because i forgot that you were you would be like looking Looking at the cast yeah yeah Um, so it's not like Zach. Oh my gosh, that's so close. That is so close. Just change like one letter in it. Zeke. Good job. Zeke. You did it. You did it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> he you was, got bonus he was the cowardly lion. He was the lion, yes. Uh, and then. Sorry, uh, go back to who you yeah, were talking so, about. Uh, he, Zeke, the cowardly lion, was played by Bert. Lar, mm-hmm. and uh, Hickory and the Tin Man were played by Jack Haley. There you go. Um, and somebody else was supposed to play the part of the Tin Man. Do you know what happened to him? I have his name in a minute. Well, I might did look he it get up. poisoned by the paint? So or there he was had an allergic some sort of or he had some sort of reaction to the aluminum paint. paint. Aluminum paint. Yes. And so he, like, like severe, like, he had to go to the hospital. And so wow. he quit the movie because he was sick. Mm-hmm. And so when they hired whatever his name was that actually played uh, the Tin Man, the tin man that you just said. Um, Jack Haley. When they hired Jack Haley, they switched paint. 
Because they were like, we don't want to do it again. Instead of an aluminum-based paint, they used a lead-based yeah, paint. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was so interesting that like we would have a completely different Tin Man if he didn't get sick off the paint. And everybody, I mean, there's something about those classic movies like that that mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't. It's just. I don't know, it just seems like the actors are more excited. Like they're they are excited to be acting. You're like in terms of like the their acting style, like how yeah, what they bring to the character. Yeah, it seems more genuine. Like it seems like they're having fun. Yeah. As opposed to like, you know, there's some stuff nowadays. It's like, well, you just see this as a job, as opposed to right. you're not really having fun doing this. Right. And you okay. Can see that. You that makes sense. Fun doing. That this. makes sense. Um, we do need to shout out one final character. I know there's a ton of characters in this, but... Anna M. Um, oh no, we, we actually didn't talk about Anna and my Uncle Henry, or Glinda, by the way. Um, but... Billy Burke. Yes, shout out Billy Burke. Um, she played Glinda. So, I was thinking of Toto, because in the credits of the movie, because we just rewatched it, mm-hmm. in the credits of the movie, Toto is listed as Toto. Not his name. It's not. It was a girl named Terry. Terry. Mm-hmm. And so the movie straight up lied. The movie straight up Why lied. Why didn't they credit Terry? Justice for Terry the dog. Like, they did not even credit her in the end credits of this film. And that was that's about the entire cast, except for the mon- munchkins, who are uh, credited as uh, the singer midgets. Yeah, which was kind of jarring to read in the <clears throat> opening credits. I don't know. That's just what they like, called themselves. No, but I mean, I just feel like it's not a term that we hear a lot anymore. Yeah. But you know? back then, that's what the term was. That's and true. And that's what they called themselves. I will say, so. I'm, I'm going to be inserting fun facts into this conversation as we go. Because that's my new thing. Um we talked about this while we were watching it. One of the uh, one of the trivia that I already knew before doing my research is that these particular munchkins were not so nice to Judy Garland. And yeah, some of them were like circus performers and stuff like they that. They basically made the munchkin land scenes like a living hell for her. Judy Garland has like spoken out about it afterwards that like every day on set was like terrible because. They would, like, spit at her. They would pull on her dress. They would try to, like, look up her dress. And they would make lewd comments about her. And, I mean, this is a 16-year-old girl. You know what I mean? And so, like, regardless of where they come from or their background, it's not okay. And so, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Because, obviously, they're depicted as, like, friendly, happy munchkins that, like, help Dorothy along the way. But behind the scenes, it was kind of dark. Um. Yeah, so I have a question. In what land of Oz would you like to live? There's Munchkin Land. There's the Emerald City. There's like... I'd like to live... Yeah, and she's got a castle. Who? The the queen, the Wicked Witch. She has like... Yeah, but it's like gross looking. Yeah, it's still a castle. And you gotta like deal with the flying monkeys. Might I add, the flying monkeys... is cool. Well, the flying monkeys me? when I was little terrified me. I was mo- I was probably more scared of the flying monkeys than I was of the witch, if we're being real. It sounded like like the noise, the sound that they make, sounds like you watch those nature documentaries where they like show like, uh, what is it, groups of hyenas? I don't know what you would call a group of hyenas. I don't know. Uh, 
but the like little like yipping kind of noise that yeah. it doesn't seem like they would make. Yeah. It's almost like they use that noise as the monkey noise. Maybe. Cuz it's like this weird little yipping noise that they make. Yeah. That's funny. Um Oh, we should say that this was based on the beloved children's book by L. Frank Baum. Yes. Do you do you know that it was that this book is not called The Wizard of Oz? Okay. It's called The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Which is in which ends up being I hear in the he song. Is a whiz. If ever a whiz there was. Um <clears throat> that's what I was gonna say, is they say that in I the took song. A whiz once. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Um they say the wonderful Wizard of Oz in the song, but I wonder why they cut it from the title. Maybe the Wizard of Oz is like more snappy. Yeah. You know? And you gotta think about a marquee. Yeah, maybe it was too there's long. There's limited space, and, and yeah. there's more than, I mean, they didn't show a lot of movies, but they probably had, you know, at least two, maybe mm-hmm. three at a time. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you got to think of the space, so shorten yep. it up. Shout out L. Frank Baum. Um, also, this, I mean, The Wizard of Oz was the, like, inspiration for a lot of different stories that came after it. Like, there's so Return many... Return to Oz? Which I hear is insane. Yeah, I hear it's... Like, Drug-fueled, like, fever dream. Yes. Uh, and then... Um, the Wiz. I was gonna say, a bunch of... Mus- well, not a bunch, but, like, several musical theater pieces. The Wiz being one of them. Wicked is probably one of the biggest adaptations of this story. And, by the way, I keep meaning to it's ask you this. It's not an adaptation to this story. It's an... It's an add-on to the story. It's, well, I mean, I was, it's prequel, right? I was going to ask you, um, do you know the plot of Wicked at all? Like, it's have you how ever... the witches become the witches, right? Kind of. It's like, it's basically what happened before Dorothy got there. Mm. It's like, they, they go back in time mm-hmm. to, like, um, college days. And you find out that Glinda and the Wicked Witch... We're actually friends at school. Okay. They were roommates. <laughs> and they, they were roommates. roommates. <laughs> um, they were roommates <laughs> in college, and obviously they're both very, very different. College? Um, there's, there's college in us? Mm-hmm. It's called Shiz University. Did Snoop Dogg open it? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. come on down to Shiz University. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, theater people are just, like, groaning at you right now. Get your PhD. <laughs> Anyway, um, but it is, like, I just think it's such an interesting take that, like, the not, two of them... And we have to say, this isn't canon. This has not been approved by Frank Baum. I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, chances are he was dead long before... Yeah, but maybe, like, you know, the, like, his estate, like, Just because his estate may say that doesn't mean he would have liked it. Anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful musical... And the music was by Stephen Schwartz. But anyway, I thought it was really cool. The only you... thing I know about it is uh, what's his name saying Defying Gravity on Glee. Okay, that's not, a, that, that's that not that from... about the show. Well, isn't that from Wicked? Yes, okay. it is. Um, but what what I thought was interesting about it, are you ever going to, like, do you care if I spoil the musical for you? Like, no, do you care? go okay. right ahead. So our, our listeners might. Well, okay, spoilers ahead. If you don't want to hear about Wicked, maybe skip, like, I don't know, a couple minutes. Um, so 
it's super interesting the way that they do it because all of the, not all, but several of the characters in Wicked, by the end of the musical, you're like, oh my gosh, like that person is for, okay, for example, there's a guy that both Glinda and Alphaba are in love with that goes to their school. Okay. Yeah. Always like a love triangle, right? Um, he goes to their school. He's like this like partier. He like shows everybody like around town. He's this like popular, handsome guy and both of them fall in love with him. Right? So then, um, Elphaba, who's the Wicked Witch of the West, gets jealous and a bunch of stuff happens and then he gets captured for whatever reason. I'm leaving a bunch of stuff out. He gets captured and she is in love with him and she's like a witch so she can like do spells and stuff at this point. She's got like a witch's book and she puts this spell on him to, she thinks, protect him from wherever he is. So he's he's like being captured, being tortured. So her spell is like, Please let him feel no pain. Please remove all of his um, whatever. Okay. So in doing so, she turns him into the scarecrow. Mm. She did it. And then there's another guy who is... I see where this is going. Right? Who turns into the Tin Man. And then there was this animal, this caged baby lion cub that she kind of like takes under her wing and tries to like set free. She has wings? No. But she like coddles this baby lion cub so much that when he gets older, he's scared because he's been, you know, taken so care of and coddled. So a real lion, yeah. not a man lion. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, all of this stuff happens and then... Aslan? <laughs> no. And then at the end <clears throat> is like, or towards the end, Dorothy comes. And so there's some overlap. There's like, you never see Dorothy. She's not a character in the musical, but they, they come walking on stage and like Glinda has a line that's like, Alphaba, they're just a pair of shoes. Get over it. You know? And so it's just like a couple of little like Easter eggs and stuff. Anyway, that's my TED talk about Wicked. I left so much out, but I just think it's just like super smart. And the uh, Wicked Witch of the West in the musical, her name is Alphaba. Do you know where that's from? No. Alphaba L. Frank Baum. Oh, so... Amazing. They're spitting on his grave as they ruin his <laughs> legacy. It's a beautiful musical about friendship. Okay? It's about friendship. Okay. Anyway, um, this is not the Wicked episode. I was this about to say, this is, this is turning into the Wicked episode. <laughs> I feel like I totally <laughs> rambled and like probably got some stuff wrong. But anyway, I just thought it's cool that like... The characters become the characters from Wizard of Oz. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I had another question for you. Oh, um, this movie was nominated for six Oscars. Wow, did it win any? It won two. Won two? Best Picture? No. Oh, it didn't win Best Picture. It didn't picture. win Best Picture. I'm pretty sure it was, I think I was reading that it was Costumes. actually- Costumes? It was actually up against Gone with the Wind, which is funny. Uh, Gone with the Wind won. Yeah. Um, so, one, two, best score. Best score. Okay. Great, and great best music. song. Best song in Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yes. Right? Yep. And. Iconic. Iconic. And, I mean, I love Judy Garland. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful yeah. voice. Amazing oh, yeah. singer. Yeah. My boy is did it better. Oh, is it the, that the Hawaiian uh-huh. version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, 
Did you know that that song was almost cut? No. Yeah. Like you producers. Can't imagine, like you, I can't imagine a like a world where that yeah like that song is not in yeah the Wizard of Oz yeah it was so close to being cut like after the first uh, viewing I guess of the movie producers were like this is boring this is not it doesn't make any sense blah 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 like let's cut it and the creators are you kidding me it I literally <clears throat> the song is somewhere over the rainbow. Your movie starts in black and white. Yeah. And as soon as the thing happens. Yeah. It switches to color. That yeah. That is like the most perfect song for that situation. It's amazing. Dreaming of being in color. Yes. Somewhere over the rainbow where everything is beautiful. Yeah. And then snap, you're there. Like, yeah. I mean. It's beautiful. You can't. They almost cut that it. Song. The creators of the movie fought to keep it in. And then it won an Oscar. An Oscar. So. It's like, I bet you they were just like, see, told you. Told you. Should have listened to us. Um, no, but it's so true. In all, in all good musicals, there is a quote, I want song. And you know what I mean by that, right? Like every lead, whether it's a female or a male lead, has an I want song at the beginning of the musical. That's like, I'm going to sing about all my dreams and here's where I want to be. Uh, da, 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 da. Every single musical has one. Every single one. And that Somewhere Over the Rainbow is the perfect I want song. You know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting that it totally won an Oscar even though it was almost cut. Craziness. Um, I have a fun fact. Okay, go for it. Um, I hope I'm not stepping on your fun facts. <laughs> go for it. But we were talking about The Wicked Witch. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of her scenes were cut. Really? Yeah. They were cut or trimmed. Um, I bet because, she was mad. Well, it was because her performance was deemed too frightening for audiences. Oh my so God. she did so good <laughs> that they were like, um, no, we're not making a horror movie here. Oh my god. We're just kind of making a, a, a slightly scary, like, family friendly kids movie. <laughs> so. I can't believe that. That's so funny. Um, going off of what you were saying, another fun fact about Margaret Hamilton, who played the Wicked Witch, uh, she got severe burns in the Munchkinland scene. Because you know how she comes, she either appears in flames or she disappears in flames. I can't remember uh, which. Uh, she, she appears in smoke. Yes. Then when she disappears, it smokes. And right there's after like the smoke, fire there's thing. fire. And if you pay attention, you can actually see the trap door that she comes through. Oh, you yeah. You can see a tiny slit where the smoke's coming through. And just in front of that, you can see a, a slightly bigger slit where the uh, flames yeah. are coming out. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so apparently she got like severe burns wow. during that. And after that, after shooting that, she refused to like shoot with fire or like pyrotechnics again like after that she was like i won't do it yeah so judy garland has said that she had that she found it very difficult to be afraid of margaret hamilton because she was so nice a lady off screen like she was just such a nice sweet person probably because she was a kindergarten and dealt with you know rambunctious kindergartners all the day shout out kindergarten teachers um but she, yeah, she had difficulty trying to like feign Aww. being afraid because she was like, "Well, I know it's it's Margaret Hamilton. And she's such a sweet that. lady." I love that. I love that so much. Um, 
Do you know who almost played Dorothy? This is going to be crazy. If you don't already know. I don't. Shirley Temple. Wow. Almost played Dorothy. I mean, she could have done it. She could have done it. Here's what this blurb says. When MGM acquired the film rights to The Wizard of Oz, Hollywood sweetheart Shirley Temple was considered a shoe-in for the role of Dorothy. Her subsequent audition was thought to be a formality, but a huge problem was revealed. Temple's singing voice was considered too weak for the demanding musical numbers. And so the producers rejected her. She needs to sing one from her diaphragm. Yeah. Because you know Judy Garland has that like classic like strong Strong, vibrato. Yeah, strong. And Shirley Temple has this, or had this like cutesy little girl kind of voice, you know? And so they probably, it probably wouldn't have fit Dorothy that much. However, Dorothy doesn't really sing that much after Over the Rainbow. Uh, She really doesn't. Off to see the wizard. Yeah, like she sings with other people, but. Yeah, there's no really like solo thing. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I got some more Margaret Hamilton stuff. I love it. Are you just on a Margaret Hamilton uh, article right now? Yep. Okay. Um, so she was a <laughs> lifelong fan of the Oz books. Okay. Um, and was ecstatic when she learned that the producers were considering her for the part. And so when she phoned her agent to find out what role she was up for, her agent simply f- replied, the witch. Who else? <gasps> oh my gosh, that's funny. She was, she, and she was super excited. That's awesome. I love that she was a fan before. Okay, so this might be my absolute favorite fun fact ever. Um, and I'm pretty sure I read this before I do, I did my research and then I was just reminded of it. Okay. Are you ready? This is also technically Alyssa's costume corner. Are you ready? Yes. Um, it is said, I don't know if this is true, but it's multiple news sources have said it. It is said that the costume designers had quite a time finding quote, just the right jacket to fit professor Marvel in the black and white scenes. Okay. They wanted him to have like a, a very specific kind of sport coat kind of situation mm-hmm. for Professor Marvel. As they were looking through coats in an old warehouse, they found the right one. The actor tried it on and it was a perfect fit. Later on during shooting, he reached in the pocket and pulled out a slip of paper with a name on it. And that name was L.F. Baum. No way. Like, I have chills even rereading it. No way. They didn't is even that do it real? on purpose. They didn't even do it on purpose. They were like, oh, that this coat would be perfect. Insane. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. It is L. Frank Baum's coat, and Professor Marvel got to wear it. Insanity. That's crazy. Yeah, I love it. I hope it's true. Multiple news sources told me that it was true. Okay. <laughs> um, so there was a recent study that claimed that. This movie is the most watched movie in film history. Honestly, I don't doubt it. Largely due to the number of television screenings each year, Mm -hmm. as well as the myriad of video, DVD, Blu-ray, 4K releases, which uh, has enabled generations. I love that. Generations to see this. I love that. Honestly, like I again, I don't doubt it at all. It is such a beloved story. It's so good. Okay, so I found out some more uh, information about uh, the Munchkins slash the Singer Midgets. Okay. Uh, So the Munchkins are portrayed by the Singer Midgets, named not for their musical abilities. (laughs) Okay. Oh, is it their last name? No, but for Leo Singer, their manager. The troupe came from Europe, and many of them were Jewish, uh, and... 
many of them took advantage of the trip to escape the Nazis. Oh my god! This is right around that right, time. I mean, this is in the middle of the war. It's before America wow. joined, but it's right in the middle of you know Europe fighting. Wow. Uh, and professional singers dubbed almost all of their voices, as many okay. of the midgets couldn't speak English and or sing well. And I'm saying midgets simply because that's the way it's that's written in name. this article. Yeah. Um, only two are heard speaking with their real life voices. And it's uh, the, the two that give Dorothy flowers after she climbs into the carriage. Did they say something? I can't remember. I, I mean, I don't recall if they said something, but I'm assuming... I mean, this, this said that... Uh, those are the only two that you hear their actual voices. I Everything do, else was dubbed. I do recall even as a little kid thinking that the Munchkins' voices were were always hilarious. a little bit off too. They were weird. I was watching specifically this past time when we watched it, and I was like, "That one's not saying the right words in the right time." Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, this will this will warm your heart. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's heartwarming. Okay, so. Um, so the, the three, Dorothy's three friends, Scarecrow, Tin Man, and Lion, were played by Burt Lair, Jack Haley, and Ray Bolger, respectively, right? So, Burt Lair passed away in 1967, mm-hmm. Judy Garland in 69, Jack Haley in 79, and Ray Bolger in 87. Um, so, the uh, sorry, I lost my place. Um, when Ray Bolger died in 1987, he was the last of the four mm-hmm. to die. When Ray Bolger died in 1987, he was portrayed in an editorial cartoon that went worldwide. So this is like a comic strip Mm -hmm. that everybody saw. It was of the Scarecrow running along the yellow brick road to catch up with Dorothy, (laughs) the Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion. Wow. And they all dance off into the setting sun together. Isn't that so sweet? That's good. Oh, it's so sweet. I was like, oh. So the... There is only one bit of footage that was location footage. Okay. Everything else was soundstage. Oh, okay. Do you know what it was? Let me think. Were the poppies a soundstage? Poppies were on a soundstage. Wow. Um, Munchkin Land was definitely a soundstage. If you pay attention, you can see the seam where the wall and the floor meet and they just painted it. Oh, for if the you yellow pay brick road for everything. You yeah, can yeah, see yeah. It. Yellow yeah. brick road, especially though. Like yeah. she was, she's like waving to the munchkins, but she can only go so far. Yeah, she's, she's like, like <laughs> I gotta walk slow because yeah. I'm about to run into the wall. Yeah, the backdrop <laughs> is so visible. Um, Emerald City is a soundstage. Was it the witch's castle? Nope. Soundstage. The only bit of location footage. Oh, at, at the beginning, the farm. The clouds. Just the clouds with the opening credits. What? That was the only thing filmed, like, not on a stage, soundstage. And it was just for the opening? Just for the opening credits. Just the clouds. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Dorothy and the Scarecrow were supposed to have a love connection. Obviously. It was it was written into the script that they would that they were gonna yeah. like be romantically involved, and so the which is weird when you I mean before the unofficial explanation of everything in Wicked, 
Mm-hmm. It was just a scarecrow. Right. That would have been weird. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but it does say maybe that's why Dorothy says she's going to miss Scarecrow the most of all, mm-hmm. like at the end, because maybe yeah. it, there were cut scenes. Yeah, or there were cut scenes. Yeah. That she was also the first one she met, the first person she met. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. yeah. There's some novelty there for sure. So do you know where the ruby slippers are today? <gasps> Wait, I do. Isn't it like um. Uh, like the Smithsonian? It is. They are located <gasps> at the Smithsonian. Are you so proud of me? In the uh, National Museum of American History. Yes. I think I remember seeing them because I think my dad took me to that museum and we saw them. It's such a popular exhibit to see that the carpet in front of the exhibit has had to replace multiple times. I love that. Because people just wear it out. I mm. love that. Did you know that um, in the book, in Al Frank Baum's beloved novel, uh, the slippers were not red. Did you know this? I it's, think this I is did one know of, yeah. this. Yeah, I was this, say, this is, is one of the most well-known. Because they made them red because they didn't pop on screen. Correct. They wanted it to pop on they screen. They wanted everything to be bright and colorful. Yeah. And the original slippers were silver. Yeah. Yeah. So they made them red. And I actually think in the musical, they went back to silver. I don't think they were ever red. Um. Okay. I have... Oh, the lion costume weighed a hundred pounds. Holy crap! Isn't that insane? That dude had to be yoked at the end of filming, <laughs> I know. carrying that around all day. I hope they had a Seriously? chair close by for him when for he real? wasn't running around. And I'm sure it was hot. He had to jump around and do crazy yeah. stuff he in like the woods. Like he and like yeah. And, yeah, yeah, insanity. Run on his hands and feet. Mm-hmm. Like wow, that's impressive. Shout out Burt Lair. Probably like the biggest muscles in Hollywood or something. <laughs> um, do you know how they had the horse of a different color? Yes, I read this. Gelatin. Jello crystals. Which is so weird. And they had to film it fast because the horses would lick it off. Yes! Which in my brain, like looking, even re-watching it when we did this week, it looks like it was just edited in post. Do you know what I mean? Like it looks oh, like they didn't have that a, a capability. Well, right, back I know, then. I know, but it, that's what it looks like yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "It's gelatin, so weird." And it was like multiple colors too. Yeah, they had several different horses. Yeah, yeah. They had a pink horse, a yellow horse, oh, okay. a blue horse, an orange horse. Like, and they just swapped them out. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, over the Rainbow mm-hmm. was ranked by the American Film Institute in 2004 as the number one song in the 100 greatest songs in American film's history. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's a great song. Can you believe they wanted to cut it? Yeah. It's insane. I mean, not very many songs ha- have lasted 83 years. It's true. It's true. Everybody knows that song. It's still mm-hmm. in stuff today. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, checking my list here. I only have a couple more. Um, oh, the Wicked Witch of the East. Uh, remember when the coroner pulled out her death certificate? Yes. Um, the death certificate marked the death, like the death date of L. Frank Baum's death. Oh, okay. So that's a little little tidbit for you. Um. I think that might be all of the fun facts that I had. I had a bunch, but I said them as we were going. So do you have any more for me? Uh, No, I think that's about. uh... 
Oh, here's one that's crazy. Okay. In the poppy field scene. Yes. Where Dorothy and Coward and Lion fall asleep. Yes. The snow used in those shots was 100% industrial grade chrysotile asbestos. Shut up. For real? Despite the fact that the health hazards of asbestos had been known for several years. So they knew? So Yeah, they knew it was bad for you. But they were like, hey, we're gonna just sprinkle asbestos on you for, for a bit. What? That's... Cr- why not? I have so many questions. <laughs> like, would it have been, more, like, way more expensive to just use fake snow? Or, like, I don't know, little pieces of paper? Like... I guess asbestos just I mean, was the best for the... It was, it was, was the best it, alternative. It was potato, the asbestos... Potato flakes. The, yeah. You could use potato flakes. Yeah. Can you acknowledge my joke? Asbestos, yeah. Yeah. They, they I got gotcha. you. They did it as best as they could. Very good. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> oh, no. A gasp. In the song, If I Only Had a Heart. Yes. The girl who says... Wherefore art thou, Romeo? Yes. That even the actors on set are like, where did that come from? Yes. Adriana Casolotti. Okay. The voice of Snow White from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What? And she was paid $1,000 for that one line. I just, sorry, I just boosted our volume levels. Oh my gosh. That's the coolest fun fact ever. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, Snow White was in The Wizard of Oz. Snow White's my other favorite heroine. Yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed. I that is so cool. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I have some trivia for you. Um, I'm a little nervous. Well, I wanted. to... I know we just watched this, but I'm a little. Here's nervous. the thing: is that you and I both know this movie from when we were kids. Like we've mm-hmm. seen it a whole bunch of times. It had been a while since I had watched it. I guess it had been a little bit for me too, but I, for me, it's so like ingrained in my whole being that like, I really wanted to challenge you a little bit in terms Ooh, of these questions. Okay. Some of the, some of the questions though, granted are like fairly easy. Okay. Okay. All right. So for you today, I have seven regular trivia. Okay. And then we're going to finish it out with some finish the quotes. Ooh, tough. Yeah. And some of these quotes are going to be like regular lines, and some of them might be songs. 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 Okay. All right, let's do this. All right. Question number one regular trivia. Oh, you already answered them. It was the three guys. Okay, so correct. You got it correct. Hickory, Zeke, and Hunk. Hunk. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And then their Oz counterparts. So we already did that. Got it. Um, Okay. Question number two. Check. (laughs) Check. Question number two. At the beginning of the movie, where does Dorothy fall? Like, what does she fall into? And what? Zeke has to go save her. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> All right. She, ooh, excuse me. I apologize. Um, she falls into a, I, I believe NM actually calls it a pigsty. Yeah. Pig yeah. pen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Congratulations. Um, okay. Number three. What is Dorothy's last name? She introduces herself to the wizard with her full name. It's Elmira Gulch. 
Good job. Wow. I should have asked you that. Yeah, which is... The Wicked Witch's counterpart. Yeah. I always thought it was the sister, the Wicked Witch of the East. Oh. Because she's the one that's flying around in the tornado. Like, she's riding the bike and yeah. then turns into a witch. Yeah. And then the house... Like, I it only you. makes sense that she's the one the house landed No, on. that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but all the other parallels lead us to believe that it's her. That it's the Wicked Witch of the West. Because it's the whole Toto thing and, like, trying to get Dorothy and all that stuff. could have been twin sisters. I mean, maybe. Um, There's a conspiracy for you. Let's see. Dorothy Gale? Yes. <sighs> Good job. <laughs> Brushing his shoulders off real quick. Um, that's amazing. Good job. You nailed that. You don't even need a hint. That was awesome. Okay. Number four. What is the only thing the scarecrow is afraid of? The only thing the scarecrow is afraid of is mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. Right? But specifically, like, what does he say? I'm not afraid of anything except a lit match. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Good job. Um, all right. Number five. This is a this is a giveaway. What kind of flower puts the gang to sleep on their way to the end to the oh sorry to the Emerald Oh, City? I just talked about this. You did. Um, that would be the poppy flower. Yeah, poppy. Fun fact. It's where heroin comes from. Heroin comes from poppies. Yep. Is that why they fell asleep? Yeah, they were doing heroin. They were drugged. Yeah, they were drugged. <laughs> the Wicked Witch drugged them. Um, but for bonus, because we talked about this while we were rewatching it, um, who was not affected by the poppies and why? Uh, I believe we mentioned that when I was talking mm-hmm. about it. Uh, it was um, the Tin Man and the Scarecrow because they are not real people. They are not living beings. However, the Tin Man was affected in another way. He just wasn't he got affected rusted. by the poppies. Yeah, yeah. he was crying. Yeah. And he rested. Yeah, he yeah, he was sad about the events taking place. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which um, that counteracts that counteracts him not having a heart? Well, no. What I'm saying is that counteracts the wicked thing what they were human like, cuz they I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I they mean They weren't a person turned into that. They were just these things. Yeah, but they I mean the the whole spell was that they turned from human into not human. But the, the Tin Man even said, I was chopping wood, and it yeah. started raining, and I, yeah. and I got stuck here. No, it's true. So he's already got his But they could have been ingrained with different memories. I'm just saying. Next question. Don't poke holes in my musical. Okay, Um. number six. Ooh, okay. What did the skit... I was about to say the skin crow, because I was putting skin That, that is tin- terrifying. <laughs> If we got any artists out there, let's see that. A no, skin no, crow. no, 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 please don't. Um, I put Scarecrow and Tin Man in the same name in my brain. Um, what did the Scarecrow and Tin Man use for the lion's crown in King of the Forest? Oh, uh, it was... It was, uh, it was a potted plant, and he broke it with his axe. Good job, yeah. good job. Uh, it was a flower pot, but yeah, very nice. Um, okay, last question in this section. What is the name of the city printed on the wizard's hot air balloon? Ooh. 
Because it you says... thought you were going to trick me, but I remember... You know it? Yeah, I know. Because it I, says State Fair. State Fair, and it says Omaha State Fair. Oh my gosh! Or should I say, Omaha? I can't believe you got that. I specifically denoted that when I saw it at the end of the movie. Just in I, case? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. So he's from Nebraska. <laughs> Which is funny, though, because he says, oh, I'm an old Kansas man myself. Doesn't necessarily mean that he, because he was in a traveling fair. I guess, yeah. So. Yeah. Wow, I really thought I was going to get you. Not today. Not today. All right. We are going to finish it out with a finish the quote. Here's where it made go south. (laughs) There are 10 of these. Gracious. I know. Um, But some of them are songs. Some of them are not. Okay. Question number one. How can you talk if you haven't got a brain? I don't know, but... Oh, I'm not going to get it verbatim. That's but okay. He, he basically is like, there's a lot of people in the world who do an awful lot of talking without any brains yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. People without brains do an awful, awful lot, of talking, lot of talking, don't yeah. they? Yeah, very good. Um, number two. Oh, this is, by the way, this is, uh, these quotes are out of order. So they're like, okay. beginning of the movie, end of the movie, they're not in order. Um, question number two. A heart is not judged by how much you love, but. The wizard says that. Correct. How many people love you. How much you are loved by others. How much you are loved by others. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you got it. I'll give it to you. Um, Number three. (laughs) I'm going to say it like she does. For 23 years, I've been dying to tell you what I thought of you. And now, well. Well, being a Christian woman, I just can't say it. <laughs> Which completely went over my head as a child. But <laughs> honestly, is one of the most vicious, like, slaps in the face ever. Like, the way Uncle Henry reacts, the way Elmira Gulch reacts, yeah. she's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, man, she has some words, and she's like... I'm such a good person that I literally, I can't say yeah. what I want to say. Yeah, which is even worse than if she had actually said yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I love Brilliant. that Uncle Henry has a little chuckle. Yeah, he's laughing. He's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I had to put that quote in there because re-watching it, I was like, I completely forgot that she said that. That's amazing. Okay. Um, number four. I'm not going to sing it. And she's not only merely dead... She's really most sincerely dead. <laughs> That's really good. That was really good. Good job. Okay. Number five. Why don't you try counting sheep? I'm scared of them. Yeah. Something along those yeah. lines. He's scared of sheep. That doesn't do any good. I'm afraid, I'm afraid of, of them. I'm yeah. That's good, though. I'll, I'll take a half a point. Yeah, half a point. Um, number six. Oh, this is a double fill-in-the-blank, okay? Ooh, double fill-in-the-blank. Where troubles melt like... Lemon drops. Away above the... Chimney tops. Good job. That's where you'll find Mary Poppins. Stepping dog! (laughs) (laughs) Mashup. Okay, good. Number seven. You have no power here. Be gone before... Glenda says this. Mm-hmm. Good job. Oh, um, um, um uh, before someone drops a house on you. Very good. Two. Before someone drops a house on you, too. Okay, yeah. Very good. Very good. You're killing this. Number eight. I'm melting. Melting. Oh, what a... 
world. Yeah. World. How could someone so sweet yes. ruin my beautiful wickedness? That's like, that's right. That's the right. The weirdest saying. It's like, all I right, know. just die already. I'm about, I was about to be like, you're monologuing as you <laughs> yes, die. as you die. Like, come on. Um. Okay, number nine. I'm not a witch at all. Witches are... Ooh. Old and ugly? Yes. Wow. Good job. I was going to say mean and scary, but that didn't seem right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would have been the same kind of vibe. Yeah. Witches are old and ugly. All right. Last one. If I go looking for my heart's desire again, I won't look any further than... Right here? Or home? Close. But no. The farm? Closer. Kansas. Mm-mm. The next word is my. Then my family? Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know this one. My own backyard. My own backyard. Okay. Yeah. I know it's right there at the end when she's come yeah, to from her end. fever dream. Yeah. But... And you were there? And you? And you were there? Yeah. Um, good. You. I mean, you killed it. I like it. to imagine that all of it really did happen. Yeah. But not like that. She was like amnesia and they all did that messing around with her. And then when she woke back up and realized everything, they're like, oh yeah, none of that happened. You were like, they were all it playing It was just a an joke, elaborate prank. An elaborate prank. I mean, seemingly very expensive for all of the yeah. stuff that happened. That's funny though. I always, I honestly always forget that like, in the story, it actually didn't really happen because she hit her head and yeah. dreamt it all, you know, which makes sense because so many of the characters were characters from the farm, you yeah, know? Yeah. So anyway, um, I could sit and talk about this movie forever. I love this movie so, 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 so much. And I'm basically just like everybody else because I feel like this is a very popular classic film. Yes. You know, um, Thank you guys so much for coming along, uh, following the yellow brick road with us down on this journey. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So now is the time to chat about next week. Would you like to announce? Yes, I will. Because you know what we're doing next week? You know what I'm going to do to next week? What? I'm going to wreck it. (gasps) Oh my goodness. Maybe wait to wreck it until after we record. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do Wreck-It Ralph. We're gonna I'm do, so excited. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, super um, excited. We've got... Um, super fun movies. Yeah, so fun. Really easy to watch and really like bright and colorful. Not unlike The Wizard of Oz, if we're being real. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited to kind of dive into the inspiration behind it because you're a big video game A lot guy. of video game stuff in it yeah. that I'm excited to talk about. And a lot of like classic games that they pay homage to, which oh, is yeah. really cool. A lot of them. Yeah. And um, we'll be talking about a lot of it. So. Yeah, super excited. So come on back next week for Wreck-It Ralph. Um, in the meantime, follow us on Instagram over at the Magic Fandom Podcast. Maybe I can find some cool like behind the scenes photos to post this week. Sounds good. Um, and then if you have suggestions or concerns or questions and you can't get in touch with us on the Instagram, um, uh, email us at magicfandompod at gmail.com. I think that's it, right? I think that's it. You were looking at me like you wanted to say something. No, I'm good. You're good? Let's wrap this thing up. All right. Well, we'll see you guys over the rainbow. I just wanted to put one more one in there. One more in there. <laughs> I wanted to get one more in. <laughs> 
right, guys. Have a good rest of your week. <laughs> what was that? That was Bye-bye blue. Now, y'all. That was blues clues. <laughs> Bye-bye now, y'all. <laughs> Bye.